everyone. Welcome back to the Mama Calvi PH podcast show. I am your mom host, Katie, and I'm so happy to be back for another round of our Chikahan, Mom Chikahan. And today is a very exciting episode because I have the privilege of talking to one of my favorite women. And um, you'll sure find out throughout this episode why I think she's one of my favorite. She's been a well, I would say she's been a positive influence for me. She's been a blessing from the moment we met online. <laughs> and the truth is we haven't met face-to-face yet. We're just yet to meet someday in the future. And then from that point on, we, we clicked already. And um, I'd love for you to meet her, although online, I I feel like it's a... It, it's it's awful for you guys not to meet her, get to know what she does and what she what she's advocating for, specifically for women. But beyond that, she's a Filipina. She's based right now overseas. So thank you, Isa, for doing this despite the time difference. And to formally introduce her, we have on the podcast <laughs> show, Isa Buen Camino. She's a leadership coach and development expert. She's a mom of two, akala ko mom of three, but she's a mom of two, she said. And she is the founder of Women of the World, a program and a community, a global community where I am a part of. WOW is a coaching program and a community supporting women from different seasons, different expertise, and women across the globe to help them pursue their best self. I leave that part to her to talk more about Wow, but hello and welcome to the Mama Kalipage <laughs> Podcast Show, Isa. Thank you, Kay. Hello. Ang ganda naman ng introduction mo. Hindi mo makapagsalita. <laughs> I was just enjoying what you were saying. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so much for saying those things. Thank you. So, Isa, before we jump into the thick of the discussion, help me introduce mm. further. Sino nga ba si Isa? As a mom, as a woman, and what the, what have you been up to these days? Okay, who is Isa as a mom? Or who is Isa? I think the best title I could give myself as a mom is an expat mom. So mm-hmm. I left Manila. I left the Philippines. I was only 26 years old. I'm 50 now. 26. Mm-hmm. And supposedly... We were, my husband and I, newly married, as in four months in. We flew to the Netherlands kasi my husband was taking his MBA. He was going to take his MBA. So sumama ko, sabi ko, sige, sama ko. I quit my job in Manila. I had no idea whether I was going to get a job in the Netherlands where we went. Sumama lang ako, bahala na si Batman. So when I got there, I found a job. I found a job at Unilever, which was the company I was working for in Manila that I left, I resigned, and then I got re-employed in the mm. Netherlands. So I went through interviews, I got a job there. And the plan was, tapos two years lang kami. Tapos ng MBA niya, uwi na kami. Pero okay. it's been 20, <laughs> I think it's been 24 years since we left. Nina kami pumalik. So, we had, we lived in the Netherlands, and then we lived in Belgium, we lived in England, now we're in the Middle East, as in palipat-lipat ng country. And then we had our children overseas. So I am a full-time mom, 
but also I work full time. I never stopped uh, working. My career, my background is corporate. So I worked 27 years in corporate doing, as you said, leadership development, organization development. Ayun. So, ano pa ba? What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I wanted to hop on when you hop on from that idea where you share that you, um, since then, never stopped working. So I'm curious to ask because we have a lot of moms in the community now working moms there. no, we know that there it's a different kind of struggle and it's a different kind of challenge if you juggle the work and then personal life and then family. How is it like for you? Because sabi mo it was. Offline, we were talking about your choices yeah. as a mom then. So how was so, it like back then? So, the- honestly, you know, when I got pregnant with my first child, mm-hmm. um, it did cross our minds. Ay, uwi na ba tayo? Kasi ito na ba yung point na kailangan umuwi na tayo? Kasi sabi ko sa asawa ko, and we both agreed this, that no matter what happened, we wanted to be with our children kasi and daming pamilya na you know parents or moms who work abroad they they had to leave their kids behind in the philippines for the lolas to take care of them diba and i didn't want that so sabi ko sa kanya na whatever happens the children are come with us wherever we are so either kailangan tayong umuwi or we stay here so but we decided to stay with with our children in the countries that we ended up in and um you know i think one of the one of the first things i realized after having my first child was i noticed that i wasn't completely happy just looking after my daughter i i did stay at home but i noticed this in myself in fact i have to confess i felt really bad about that Kasi first child mo, diba? Yes. Isn't this supposed to be everything that I'm supposed to be, you know, everything else doesn't matter anymore. And yet I was noticing na, hmm, hmm, I want to go back to work. So medyo existentialist nga, eh, ex, ano, existentialist crisis pa yun? Na, how is this possible? Should I just suck it up and, you know, be the mom that everyone expects me to be or should I be listening to this little voice that's saying, hey, you're not happy. You have to examine this. Mm-hmm. So luckily, I have always been in the space of leadership development. Coaching is in, you know, is my world. So I have always had the support of coaches. And and so luckily, you know, I was in that context. So I was, I was very well supported. And so... Mm-hmm. I asked myself the question, okay, how do I, how, how can I be the mom that everyone expects me to be at the same time, pursue the things I want to pursue as Isa, the person, not, not yeah. wife, huh? right? So one of the things that, by the way, when I had my kid, in Belgium, wala kami yaya, no nanny, nothing. It was no family either. Every country that we, we moved into, there was nobody na not, not too long. So talagang you ha- I had to like think outside of the box to be able to stay where we were. So one of the first things that 
um, I had to reflect on was, I cannot be a Filipino mom in Belgium or the first the country I was in. Because if I insist on my culture and everything on how I need to be, hindi, hindi kaya, hindi pwede. Diba? So I was looking at, well, okay, how do the Belgian moms handle this? Because in Belgium, So I realized na okay, they sent their children to um, nursery as early as like six months. Nasa nursery na ang mga anak. So diba, even that, can you imagine if you're a Filipina woman, the idea that you would do that, that was so hard to deal with, diba? So I had to find a way to make it okay for me. So hindi siya 100% Belgian style. It was 50-50%. So I had to find a way to make it work na hindi naman grabe na ganun. So Una-una, nag-usap na kami ng asawa ko kasi, you know, importante talaga yung partner mo eh. Na partnership siya, hindi siya yung ikaw, ikaw na lahat. So luckily, my husband is not that kind of guy. He's Filipino also. My husband's Filipino. But he's, I suppose he's a lot more liberal than the typical guy. And so... Sabi ko sa kanya, 50-50 kami na for this to work, you need to learn how to cook, to to change nappies, to feed the children, all of it, 100%. What a mom can do, you need to do, be able to do. So there, there are two moms, not just me. So that was a conversation I had with my husband. Did he learn? Huh? Did he learn? Yeah. Oh, in fact, <laughs> When I was living in Belgium, my job, so I worked for Unilever, I had to go, um, I was running leadership programs all over the world, and they would last like a week long. So I'd fly to America, I'd leave him with the baby in in Belgium. Yeah, so he had to learn. So kasi syempre hindi kami full-time nursery. We, we did get a parang babysitter. Na who would help us during the day, pero hindi siya live in. And I remember her; she was uh, Nigerian, uh, lovely, lovely. And and I've, you know, we've had I've interviewed and I met a few people. Na talagang alam mo pag alam mo naman eh kung may may there's something wrong or if it's good. So like my children, and I absolutely loved her. You know, so you kind of know, um, na she was great. So that was Nene. So we had somebody like her too. Pero yun. So conversation with my husband and then figure be 50-50 Filipino mom and Belgian mom or whatever country I find myself in, I would always look at, okay, how do they do it? And how can I do it in a way that doesn't compromise everything na I value? Diba? So yun. Just, just to share. <laughs> you know, I love you. Ang ba? Hmm. No, it's okay. Um, yung sinabi mo that when you got there or wherever you're based, you had to at least embrace what they're doing. Because for us, about a lot of the moms that I know who are relocating, they would have. Parang na culture shock sila because they say sobrang iba, sobrang iba, and I cannot imagine um, doing this and that because this is not the kind of culture that we were raised with, diba? Yeah. So I guess 
it helps for the moms who are tuning in who are have plans of relocating or moms who have relocated already you may resonate with Lisa's story <laughs> of how she is able to embrace partly the culture of the country that she's relocated and also what you said about dapat talaga partnership eh, no? it, yeah when you work i mean when you when you when you said that you wanted to keep the job that you're in back at the time kinailangan mong sabihin sa asawa mo na hindi. Dapat teamwork, tag team tayo dito. It's so hard to just fill up your plate with all of these things and then expect the other person to do an entirely different task na hindi makakatulong sa'yo. So, kailangan ano, kailangan skilled up, same level of skill. Pero honestly, was it ever truly 50-50? It was it was probably at best 60-40. Ni pa rin eh. Pero at least, at least she put in the work, 'di ba? I mean, a little bit of or at least that percentage of work or amount of work is better than wala, 'di ba? I mean, ang hirap. As a mom, you also have to let go. So like for example, um, which was which was hard for me. Like I have to accept his parenting style. It cannot be my parenting style that you need to execute. <laughs> Hindi naman pwedeng ganon. So, kailangan talagang, you know, play to each other's strengths. Oh, pero my goodness. There were some stories na... <gasps> there was one time, uh, I can't remember where it was that I had to go. So, I left Bianca, my elder. She's 22 now. And Bianca mm-hmm. is... She's an amazing woman. She's studying to be a doctor. I mean, she turned out really, really well, right? So thank goodness my fears of putting her in nursery and parenting her in a, you know, an unorthodox way turned out fine. But there was one time now I had to go. And apparently, see, Bianca needed a haircut. And my husband, he wanted to do it himself, okay? So, siyempre, kung completely empowered, kung empowered ang asawa ko, hindi na siya tatawag sa akin para magpaalam. Pwede kong pagupitan ng anak, yeah. anak natin, ganyan-ganyan. Di ba? Pag, kung siyang in charge, charge siya 100%. Call niya yeah. lahat. Di ba? Hindi yeah. ko dapat na question. So, call kinol niya pag uwi ko. I, I don't remember. So, my, she had beautiful, lovely curls, you know, that would that came to her shoulders. She had lovely, lovely curls. And I said, okay, straight from the airport, I said to my husband, okay, I'll pick her up from school. Don't worry. I'll just go because I really miss her. It's been a week. So, let me go pick her up. So, I went. Couldn't find my daughter. I found my son. <laughs> my son look alike in the swing. She cut her hair, like, like super short. Like, Boy short. <laughs> oh, I had to like bite my tongue. Kasi, hindi pwedeng, yeah. ano, di ba? Yeah, yeah. All in, 50-50. So, ganun. So, I don't want to say I compromised. Hindi naman. It was more, I just had to accept the way that my partner would parent our children if I am to really be able to do what I also want to do. Yeah, entrusting, no? Entrusting your kids, their life to their to, to their dads and your husbands. Kasi anak din naman nila yan. I mean, 
Unless you don't, you want to do all the work, right? <laughs> exactly. Even chores like doing the grocery or cooking, even when food wasn't up to par to what I wanted it, I would okay. shut up. Shut up na talaga. Tanggap na lang ko anong mabibigay nila, di ba? Otherwise, <laughs> kikialang ka pa. Wag na. Tanggapin, yeah. tanggapin. You choose your battles. At least, di ba? I mean, looking at a different perspective na, oh, at least, di ba? He put in the work and he had some efforts for it. So, okay na din, di ba? And I think it's a good it's a good reminder for the moms so that we really, as much as we want to do things perfectly, the truth is it will... You know, it will make us feel exhausted at the end of the day, right? We want to do things the right way, the mom way, the perfect, the isa way. Pero if you're the type of mom who's juggling a lot of things, especially work and then parenting, motherhood, I think you have to let go. You're right. You have to let go of some stuff. And the, per- the perfection and the quality of output that you, you're all, you, you want to have at the end of the day, okay lang yan. There's a quote. Uh, don't let the good uh, be the enemy of perfect. Parang ganyan. Cannot remember exactly how the quote goes. Pero that sometimes good is good enough. Right. It doesn't have to be perfect. Good enough is good. Ayun. That's a reminder. The other thing that helped me during this period in my life na siyempre guilt was very guilty. I was processing the guilt. And somebody said to me, Isa, you just have to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. So let's say in we're all guilty of this na we cannot pay attention to our children hundred percent, diba? you're on your phone or you're doing some cooking something multitasking and so this wise person one of the coaches i was working with who's who had grown up children she said na if you can if you if you can only do five minutes with your kid on that day well that five minutes is a hundred percent on that kid hundred percent so talagang meron lang akong pinablock na kahit kahit nga 20% lang yung kaya ko, di 20%, one, thi- one thing I did not miss doing for the formative years of my children is I read them a book to sleep. One book. Nightly. Every night. Yeah. So, wala na ako ng 24 hours. Pero yung 20 minutes na yon nandun. Yon, 100%, 100% of the time. Saka talagang, pag nakafocus ako sa kanila, talagang sila, walang nothing sila for whatever time that I could give them. Because if you can imagine, my job was big job. I was working in the global expertise team of leadership development at the time. You know, I was traveling yeah. I was traveling and I was running these programs all over the world and and my children were young. It was tough, huh? Like I I had a freezer that was dedicated for my breast milk. Every business trip I went to, I had a laptop on one arm and a breast pump on the other. Every hotel that I would live 
in for a few days, I would ask them to keep my breast milk frozen so that I can deliver it back to wherever I was and I can re a new supply of breast milk in my freezer. My specific freezer lang siya para sa breast milk lang. So, yeah, I did all that. Now that you're you're recounting all these things, no, and your your children, they're all grown up. You've raised them very well, wonderful children. When you look back, do you do you ever have that sana sana moments like sana I did this or I could have done better in this part? Meron ka? Meron, but not with the children. Meron for for myself. So like things like sana I left employment sooner. Is one one thing na kasi I left. I left my corporate job 27 years in, 47 na ako eh. I realized, looking back, I probably could have left sooner. Maybe at 40, I could have left at 40, 20 years is enough, right? Um, but, but, you know, I don't want to spend, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time thinking, oh, I should have done, done that. I just have to trust that God's time, di ba? Na he said, no eh. At 47 ka dapat umalis eh. Hindi 40. Yeah. So. Pero I think you have those beautiful years also of working in the corporate, meeting different people. You said it um a while back na you felt like when you were at home, parang you're desiring to go out, be back in the workforce, diba? I think it's natural for you, man. I see that also. <laughs> Well, the other thing I realized at the time is, you know, 24-7. For me, it was building the best 24-7 for my children and acknowledging that that's not me 24-7. That my contribution to the best environment for them was probably maybe only 50% of that or maybe 60%. And then the 40% na it's not me it's some it's something else that i build it into their into their context and as it happens that's my job diba i'm an or od expert ako leadership development so it's in some ways siguro kasi ganun na, ganun na mag-isip you know how do i set up an architecture for learning and development and growth na 24/7 good and recognizing that my part in it is only 70% and where do i get the 30% so like every time we would move countries i would talagang set the scene kaagad like parang you've ever heard of that expression it takes a village to raise like one child it's like all the positive um influence input that you can provide so ganun so in every i remember when we left belgium and i moved when we moved to england so new new again no family no friends nothing job so finding the right school and then um finding friends from the school um you know that's just entire entire um I don't want it, not the village, but you would surround them with positive people and experiences. So, yun, so 
I guess because I'm very organized and then I off the way I strategize is talagang three years ahead of time iisip ko lahat talaga so ganun na talaga ako mag-isip I think the being organized is uh, is key I think also being able to think outside of the box is key um, so it's not so it's not just about surviving but really thriving in the situation so i it's a uh, the powerful questions that you ask yourself yung hindi um bakit mahira or what's why is this difficult and ponder on that i often sit on the question of how can i make this happen you know making what, it work what, yeah how do i make this work how do i like break paradigms in different pockets of what surrounds my family na that I can give them what they need. So even things like changing jobs, my job, right? So identifying at the core, what is it that I really enjoy about my job and finding that rather than chasing job titles or in the natural progression in the corporate world that I have to be VP after this, no, I don't think like that. I'm like, okay, what what is it that I want to um, continue doing? What do I love doing? Um, where where is that skill transferable? Where can I find it in all these different options I have? That's not necessarily linear. It's very much talagang parang spaghetti. Pero clear ako what I'm looking for each time. So thinking outside of the box, I think that's really important to thrive not just survive yeah asking yourself how can i make things work but i want to i just want to mention this isa because we've been Mm. talking about um you deliberately going back to the workforce in nurturing a thriving career keeping at it for a long time no uh but also want i also we also want to acknowledge and recognize that iba iba talaga for each yeah, mom. Absolutely. Diba? Mine is completely different. Yours is different. I wanted to take my time off from work so that I can focus. No, but it's it's just short of saying that we're all unique in our choices. No, and the choices that we feel would be best for our families and the dynamics that we've set up. That's what we go for. Absolutely. So that's why I was was quite purple when I say, said earlier that I noticed I wasn't happy. Because you can notice naman if you're happy, diba? If you're yeah. happy, right? If you're happy, you're exactly where you, you are, then great. But notice it lang. Kasi nga, as you, as you say, iba-iba ang path ng motherhood saka yung balance between working, not work, working, not working. Because hello, being yeah. full time is at home is working no yeah, yeah. so ano kanya so kunyari, if you decide na flip the coin you come from a long line of women who went back to work then you you're not happy going back to work you notice you're not happy you want to spend 100% with your kid diba flip the coin iba naman so yeah. you make the choice to not follow like anyone 
Because in your family who went back to work, you stayed at home. But your challenge naman is different. So how can I stay at home? Because this is where my happy is. And meet the requirements of my financial contribution to the household. Right. Versus ako, I stayed at work. And then the challenge is how do I meet the obligations? Not just obligations, to meet my needs for to be a mom. Diba? Yeah. So two sides of the coin. And yeah. every woman, kanya-kanyang ano yan. Yeah. Iba-ibang. Iba-ibang story yan. Yeah. For, for us moms in Mama Academy, whatever you feel would help you nurture the best version of yourself, whether it is yeah. going to work or staying at home, we wish all you, we, we, we wish you the best. Absolutely. For those who work, like a whole, I think if you, uh, my, my children, my family is the most important thing to me. And, and it's not an or, it's and. And I recognize that personally, I need to do this thing for work. Yeah? Yeah. Pero this drives me at work. Kasi iniisip ko parate, is this thing that I'm doing worth the time away from my children? Kasi importante sila sa akin eh. So hindi pwede na pangit. Diba? Mm-hmm. Kung kailangan, worth it. Kung wala ako doon, nandito ako, yung ginagawa ko dapat, worth it. So, so pisina, minsan, bibigyan ka ng trabaho na you, maganda, great. Eh, what if you get landed with a project that you don't like? Or, diba? So, paano na? Hindi na worth the time away from your children. Ako, talagang, that was my mantra. I always have to find a way to make even the worst jobs, the best job, because otherwise, what am I doing here? So I always flip. I flip. I flip it. The reason I left my job is, if, can you imagine that kind of mindset? I'm. It sounds tiring. I'm like, I'm already 100%, 100% of the time with my kids and then in a job na not easy because I don't want it to be Sayang ang oras ko dito, so it has to be good. So you can just imagine how stressful that can be. Um, I I notice in myself that I am that way inclined talaga. May pagka-workaholic ako eh. Talaga, I really like doing a lot of things. Um, this is eventually what drove me to leave corporate and to go on my own. Kasi I realized na, okay, if this is, if this is how I am, na I'm such a workaholic, I push boundaries, then I better do something that's really worth it on my terms. And this is what finally um, pushed me to leave my job and start up my own company, start up the program WOW. Because um, then it's super worth it and it's in my terms. It's on my terms. Sorry. I kind of feel like I'm identifying with you. Na parang, but for me, it's a different narrative. Naman. Like, yes, I have to focus on my family right now, but it doesn't mean that I will get stuck. I would deliberately, deliberately get myself stuck in this situation. I also want to find something that will help me um, refocus my energies, my past experiences, and that's how... Mama Academy PhD. And I feel like, you know, at some point, parang parehas, di ba? Your, your story and my story of 
you having wow no but you know tell us tell us about wow program and the women of the world um community that you were able to build because this is a beautiful community that you were able to start so wow so it started off with really a belief that we need more women in leadership positions across sectors, whether it's politics, business, um, NGOs, education, civil work, across the board. We just really need more women. And we don't have enough. And, you know, you know this. The women tend to rule themselves out from, from the running whether it's because we get pregnant, we raise our kids, menopause, whatever, for whatever reason, the discrimination at work, there just really is not enough women um, in leadership positions. And if you think about what's going on in the world today, now, if you think about the wonky politics, um, very macho, the depleting natural resources, what's going on uh, in the world, the world's dying. We really need more of that that female energy, female leadership energy that is really about caring and nurturing and survival. We need more of that and less of, you know, the, the male energy that's really quite aggressive. It's about you know, go more, bigger. So we need more women. So this is Partly why WOW started na, okay, we need more women. How do we support women to stay on the running, you know, not leave the pipelines and stay on the running? And 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 this is partly why um, with, I did WOW, because I do know that coaching support beyond just mentoring is really needed to help women change their minds about things. Kasi sa totoo lang, if all it took was a good advice or a good idea, honestly, there would be world peace by now, right? Or there would be 50-50 women, it's a good idea. But it, it there's stuff that just needs to be addressed that um, beyond mentoring and um, just studying and knowing the answer is needed um, mm-hmm. and and I think coaching support provides that so that's the first and the community that you the second to. is the community so if we're going to ask women to 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 do this to like step up play play bigger do more um, why it up it's so much um um, better to have support, diba? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of um, stuff that goes behind WOW and why we do things the way we do in WOW. Pero the best way na lang that I can describe, there's a science to it. There's really a biology. There's biology. Um, ah, There's a science to it. My input ng female biology into all this. So a few years ago, I I asked this uh, female biologist to to talk about how our, our biology impacts how we behave and how it impacts our leadership. Mm-hmm. And in summary, if you think about, I mean, humans, we were only cognitive. We've only been cognitive maybe 
several thousand years. Prior to that, as humans, we were no different from animals. Na our behavior was purely driven by biology. Kung gutom ang kung gutom ka, ang aso kakain siya, kung takot, tatakbo, 'di ba? Ganun din tayo. Recently lang ng humans, Homo, homo sapiens, the human race, nag-evolve to be able to think more than our our uh, other animal other animals. Pero back in the Stone Age, pag may dumating na dinosaur, ang instinct ng lalaki talagang kukuha ng bato or spear, habulin nila yung dinosaur. Ang babae, natural na instinct is to gather the children. Itong group, the group of women would gather the children. They would hide in the cave and they would focus on making sure they survive. Just in case na mamatay lahat ng mga grown men who chase the dinosaurs, they will be in charge of making sure uh, other the boys will grow into men and ganyan-ganyan. So yun yung natural na biological parang tendency ng babae. So if you think about the kind of leadership that we need today, ganun na ganun na kailangan natin yung balance na na sure meron tayong kailangan aggressive pero kailangan natin yung ganung classing leadership na natural sa babae. And so this is partly why talagang sobra akong passionate to make sure na the women are represented in politics and education and corporate that we really are there and we have a voice. The thing is though, politics, business, they were they're invented by men, for men. I mean, if you think about it, maybe not so much in the Philippines, but like in other places in Europe, couldn't even vote. I think uh, as Filipino women, we probably have a little bit more, uh, more how do we say it, more equal tayo than some of the women I've met in other parts of the world, diba? Pero the way the things are set up, hindi talaga siya um, supportive sa, for women. So, it, you you know this, Kay, like, the moment you have children, even in the Philippines, it's so hard to keep, to stay in corporate work kasi hindi naka-set up ang business to allow us to be there, to stay, diba? Ang hidami talaga, ang hirap. So, So, but I know na if you gather women in a nurturing way, in a super supportive way, have each other's back way, sisterhood way, it's one of the things that's super important if women are to remain resilient and be able to stay on the path, kailangan mo ng community. So, kaya wow, community is so important. Yeah, yeah. It's a different sense if you're just fighting for for one thing but if if it's you're holding each other's hand through this parang mas mas malakas no mas may impact yeah mas, absolutely mas kaya mo diba, in that sense pero kailangan i-nurture mo yan kasi may flip side din to eh kasi the other thing na not, not nature ng babae mean girl saka queen bee mentality have you heard of that yeah meron din no? yes Meron din pinag-root yan. Kasi siyempre, again, back in the Stone Age, kung, kung kunyari, dalawa lang yung lalaki sa, sa community nyo, tapos sampu kayong babae, you have to share. You have to share the men. Kasi ang trabaho mo to procreate eh. Kasi you have to build 
literally numbers to protect yourself. So women, but they're not inherently aggressive, but they've learned to compete in very covert ways. So pati yun nasa nature natin. And Hollywood has made a lot of money on this. This, this thing, diva Mean Girls, the the main cheerleader in Hollywood flicks. Ito yung pinopropagate ng Hollywood because they make so much money on it because you get it, right? You get it. Yun yun lang. Kailangan i-balance out na you have to notice when you're being that way and really manage that down and then support the other behavior which is about like gathering of women in a very positive have your back way and i see that this is something that you're able to foster in the community how is this um i think this is a lovely conversation in fact this is not how we planned this to be you're supposed <laughs> to talk about wow, focus on this but um, as, we wrap, as we wrap up now how do you think wow has helped you as a mother how is this i see this like as your passion project after you left the corporate and this is where you are channeling all the energy the being the isa the workaholic person that you are your vision your heart and what you're truly passionate about paano to nakatulong sa as a mother you know at this stage of motherhood and my children are now 22 and 18 you know it's less about you know chasing them it's not chasing them to finish their food and making sure yeah. they're clean and all that ito na yung stage na lalo na pa nag teenager na sila they don't they don't really learn from what you say they learn from what you do yeah mm. they do as you do not what you say so if i realize that if i if i am a happy person if i follow my dreams If I do things that I absolutely love and I play to my strengths and I contribute to the world and be that person uh, I know that they will be proud of to call their mom the job now is that so to be that person uh, my daughter would emulate a role model diba tapos my son na this is the kind of woman na na hopefully he will end up marrying or to be supportive to other women because he can see that my mom this is what my mom does and and i still do it in a way na hindi ko sila nakakalimutan every step in in their lives na kailangan nila ako doon 100% I know that. that nandun ako. In fact, if you ask my children, how do they know that I love them? Hmm. Consistent from when they were children up to now. Oh, yung sagot nila, akala ko. Akala ko kasi, mom, you work so hard and you paid for the fees, my, my private education. Or I thought they'd say, because uh, you drove me to all of my tennis tennis training, taekwondo, gymnastics, whatever. Hindi. Sagot nila, because you cook for us. Yeah. I was thrown. I did not expect that. And then I realized, so when I asked them, why? Kasi, busy ako, di ba? Busy, busy, busy. And then, I'd stop. 
And I'd start preparing a meal. So every dinner, yun ang isa sa mga hindi ko pala. Yun I said earlier na uh, hindi ko ma 100% ginagaya yung parenthood sa countries na. So like in England, ang mga bata, children are being fed tea at like 5 in the afternoon. And that's their last meal for the day. And dinner is enjoyed by the adults and they're not part of that. That's how it's like in the UK. But my children, they eat dinner with my husband and I on top of tea in the afternoon. So this is their semi-British Filipino upbringing. Na magkakasama kami every night. We sit down as a family together. And they can see that the moment I stop working and I prepare the food for, for this event to happen every single night when they were growing up. And that's how they know. I invite your, you and all your your followers to ask their children. Don't assume. Ask them. Why do you think I? How do you know I love you? And just be prepared <laughs> for what other answer they give you. Sige nga, I'm gonna try that to my daughter. But seriously, ha. Thank you because you remind us that at the end of the day, no matter how we think important the work that we do. There is a much more important goal that we play. That's you know raising our children, being a part of their lives, and consistently just you know letting them know that this is how much I love you. Even the smallest, the tiniest bit of details. Yan ang kita kamahal. As you wrap up, oh sorry, okay. Sorry. Maybe we'll have a different episode. And have you again, hopefully. But you know, as 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 I wrap up, Lisa, I wanted to ask you, what's your message of encouragement for the moms who maybe who who maybe are at the at the season in their life, asking themselves, how do I make this work? How do I make this full setup work? Maybe they're they're the kind of moms who, like me, prefer prefer to stay at home, and that's our deliberate decision. Maybe they're also the mothers who also they feel like work is part of them already. That's who they are, and they they needed that as a as a as an avenue, you know, to channel their creativity, their professional experiences. For the other moms, for whatever season they may be in their life right now, what's your message of encouragement? How can they make this? I think is that you have to prioritize your own happiness. I know it's weird, right? You're supposed to be prioritizing your children's happiness or your husband's happiness or other people's happiness. But I'm saying you have to prioritize your own happiness because when you're happy, right? When you're happy, it just transcends, it just blows out. It just impacts everything that you do, whether it's about work, it's about being the best wife you can be, being the best mom you can be. And it start it always starts with that. You just have to notice. And ask your ask yourself the question, am I happy? Let me just let me just double check. Am I happy? I'm happy. Okay. And I'm just going to trust my choices. But the moment you sense, like there's a niggle of, "Mm, I'm not happy. 
you really got to stop and take stock and reflect on this. And if you need coaching support, hey, there's wow. Or if you have a really good friend or family, you got to stop and take stock and really think about this. Life's too short. I think what we always want to, what we always try to, the message that we try to get there, out there for moms is that there has to be some sense of joy. And mm. you know when they say the joy, they buy something that's, that's in you, that's within you. And even if the times are tough, we still have that joy, that unexplainable joy. My prayer for the moms, for you mom who's tuning in right now, is that I pray that you find the truest joy in your life. Mm. The why, the big why, and the answer to why do I do what I do? Yeah, whatever path or route you take in your life right now. So, if they have questions, Isa, where can they find you? So, well, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm Isa. I think I'm Isa Agbayani Dash Buen Camino on LinkedIn. So, PM me there. You can find me there. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. But mm-hmm. I think Suguro talagang best sa LinkedIn. Because I'm always there and I always respond to private messages. And your community, where can they find your beautiful community? Well, WOW is on LinkedIn. So it's called Women of the World. So it's, we're also on LinkedIn. So if you search Women of the World and you can see these colors. Yun na yun. Yun na yun. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when it we does. Post, yeah, when we post this episode on Instagram, we'll also tag the WOW, the official WOW. Page. Yes, please. Yeah, join Wow on Instagram. I'm also, I have an uh, official Instagram. I'll give them all to you so that you can share them all. I'm not following you yet. You're personal. And... <laughs> but law, I have three personas on Instagram. One's personal, personal. But there's a, but there's a work one. Yeah. I'll send it to you. And we'll tag that on the post when we air this out. But thank you so much, Isa, for your time. It's, um, thank you. It's an episode that we didn't plan out originally. <laughs> Sorry. So, I hope it's so beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We learned a lot, a lot from you, and we hope that we can invite you back for another Yes. Ibang topic. And join our master classes. Pala, we have yeah, three master classes yeah, yeah, yeah. month. Yeah. Well, by the time that this airs out, I think um, the the masterclass on executive mom tapos na already. So, but but the next the one mom community always comes up with really beautiful, um, really beautiful masterclasses. So make sure that you attend. All right. So thank you everyone for joining us this um, for this podcast episode. I am your mom host Kay, and I hope that you click on that subscribe button if you're not subscribed to this episode or this podcast channel yet. And ayan na, umiyak na yan ako. <laughs> and I hope to catch you again in the next podcast episode. God bless you and have a amazing day. Thank you.